At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, what up? Welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we don't always do basketball. There's an amazing TJ Hushmanzada one. You want to hear about a personal story similar to this one, Maurice Lorette? TJ Hushmanzada, who also sold drugs when he was a kid and never graduated, didn't graduate with his graduating class, got a GED. Just Google TJ Hushmanzada in the All Ball feed, and you'll love that one. That's a, I mean, he tells everything as well. Um, but this is part three of Maurice Lorette. So if you haven't listened to part one, part two, it's not hard to find it, download it, listen, you'll be, I think, blown away. Among the things he's told us about is, uh, what led to him failing in the NFL, why he robbed people behind a club in Columbus, what he was doing at the time and what led him to go to jail for, to be confined for four years and what he did while he was in jail. We review some of that, plus how he became a grown-up, right? He's a dad. He's a leader. He's a big member of his community. He's also been financially really successful, and he actually owns a, a drug and alcohol rehab facility. All right, how do you get from Maurice Claret 
the guy who had it all to being behind bars to now being the successful member of society. You'll hear it right now on All Ball. If I put you in charge, a guy who's lived mm-hmm. this life, and now, and I follow you, I, 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 I've been a, a fan of this version of you um, for, for a good portion of time. But how, is there a way in which, and I know sometimes we're just too young and too full of bullshit and, and desire to, to conquer the world to actually stop and actually learn something and listen to people. How do we get kids from backgrounds like yours or even backgrounds like mine, right? To mm-hmm. actually want to learn something. Um, it's like, it's like I, I say this all the time about broadcasting. The key to being a good, like when you call in a game, is you actually want to teach somebody, but you don't want to lecture somebody. If you lecture somebody, people turn it off, right? And maybe it's a different way of teaching. Maybe it's a different subject matter where you can teach the same lessons. I'm just wondering because it feels like you love, you, like you learn shit all the time. You love learning different stuff now. And that's what school is supposed to be. Unfortunately, it's not. And it, it becomes arduous and there's just a negativity to it. How do we flip that? Uh, good, good question you ask. And I don't know if you know, but I go to um, uh, UConn on a regular basis, right? And so I connected with Coach uh, Dan Hurley, the basketball team, yeah. uh, specifically for this, right? And so I was there with James Bookman. I don't know, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the players. Yeah. Who, who's playing. Yes. Yeah, right. So yeah. I was there with Baller. I was and, there. And, and I love I love Danny, by the way. He's, he's the best. That's my dude. Real dude. <laughs> That's my dude. So what ended up happening was I, I go up there and I had the same thing and, and it was similar to what he was talking about, but it also kind of bridges into what you're talking about. So what I started doing was like, okay, I know these kids, they, I don't want to say they hate school because I don't want to put that on them, but they were there to play basketball and most kids have aspirations of, uh, of attaining some sort of lifestyle that they dreamed of through basketball. Right. And so what I did to make learning fun is that I said, okay, separate what you what you enjoy doing, which is basketball, or what you enjoy doing from how do you make money. And I didn't make it school-based. I just said, everybody wants to make money. Everybody wants to make a living for themselves. But let me show you how you can leverage yourself in your hometown, being that that's, that's the place where you have the most social equity. Everybody wanted to see you grow up and be this big famous star and let yep. me show you how that how to make that work for you and to make a living from doing it and doing good being a social entrepreneur and so on and so forth and so literally from from some of the assistant coaches and some of the players I sit them there down with the whiteboard and I break down real estate to them I break down how I got into the medical field with them I break down how uh, just just owning equity into different uh, into different institutions and I say it and I illustrate it in a way that they can understand it, but I also connect to them and how, how their life, how their skill set, how their experience, how their social equity towards their environment connects to that. And I tell you this, when I leave from a teaching and not from a lecturing standpoint, I got to connect with all those motherfuckers, right? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in constant. Because you're real. I'm in constant. Because you're real. And right. when, I, when I tell you like this, um, but that helps me to talk shit with them about just being lazy on the fucking court and not putting in work and not getting their shots up. It's easier for them to take that because they understand like, okay, this dude is just speaking towards like, like assisting me in my life. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and, um, and I I don't, I don't want to say that's the, here we go. In order to influence somebody, the basic shit, and I influence people in prison, right? This is the same thing. How can you fucking help me? Right. It's simple. 
Can you help me make some money? Can you help me move my life forward? Can you help me to become more than what I am? And I don't give a fuck if you're in prison. I don't give a fuck if you're playing at UConn. I don't care if you're in broadcasting. How can you assist me? If you can't lead with how you're going to assist somebody or how their situation can improve, chances are you're not going to connect with them, right? I think one thing that I'm good at is that I figured out how to make a living for myself and how to do well outside of sport. So that's the connective tissue with these dudes. Okay, you didn't make it to the NFL. You didn't do this, but you live like that. How does that work, right? And then you can explain that in a simple way that also understanding and, and illustrating that yeah, if you want a specific skill set, if you want to become a, a mechanical engineer, if you want to be a physician of some sorts, or if you want to be like, if you want to do uh, ear, nose and throat, or if you want to be a podiatrist, you want to be a chiropractor, you want to be a general surgeon, you want to be a vascular surgeon, a radiologist, uh, go to school for that. But there's a ton of other ways and there's a ton of other skills that the world accepts. Right. And so what happens is that these guys, they, they develop all these skills, they develop all this grit, this grind, this hustle. But they're, they're never told, like, where their skill set goes in life, right? All guys who are athletes aren't good in sales just because they're popular. People may know them, but they don't have initiative. They don't have good social skills. They don't have good interpersonal skills. And oftentimes, frustration comes because they just try to bunch guys and loop them in and say, you know, all of you guys should be good at this because you were good at playing football. Well, there's a ton of different personalities, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I can sit here and engage with you. And as I'm talking, I say, I see why this motherfucker is good in media, right? Speak real clear, engaging, uh, thoughtful with the stuff that you talk about. And you say, okay, but then I've been, I'll, I'll do somebody's podcast or something. I say, man, this dude is a shit show. You know what I'm saying? In the back yeah. of my mind, not to, not to, not to degrade him or dog. I, I no, 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 no. I, I understand. Like, I, here's the, here's the, here's the, I'll give you a sports example. Okay. So, uh, my, junior year at Oklahoma State we were preseason top 10 team and we were we really struggled not because we didn't have we had a really good team we had super talented we had one guy kind of threw into the mix that he thought he was a gangster too and that <laughs> that, that, that screwed us up to this day I think it, well I think he's better now but he served some time but the biggest issue was that our best player is a guy named Adrian Peterson, right? Adrian Peterson is uh, third all-time leading scorer at Oklahoma State from North Little Rock, Arkansas. He's a great dude. So Pete's his nickname. And they tried to make Pete into a vocal leader. Hey, Pete, it's your team. Say some shit. Hey, Pete, you know. And everybody liked Pete. And Pete was funny. And he would – but he – that just wasn't his jam, right? That just wasn't who he was. Like, you're trying to you're trying to make him – and what you're talking about, it's like it's – like, Striker, right? Striker sells his medical sales. Medical reps, yeah. Right? They try and get all former athletes. Like, <laughs> yo, man, not every former athlete is good at sitting down and talking to a doctor and understanding some stuff, you know? No. I, there's things that I, I can't do. I can I can sit down with anybody and talk with anybody, uh, be, be, but I, I can't fucking organize shit. Like, I am so disorganized in life. It's <laughs> crazy, right? I still don't have my reimbursements from last year. Like, I'm, I'm terrible at it, right? So, what you're saying is right, which is like, you got to find, it's not just about finding something for them to do and connect with you. You got to find the right thing for the right guy, for the right personality. And there's ways to make money off whoever you are, however you are. One, you got to be motivated, but two, you kind of got to find that thing. Yes. And I forgot where we were going with the conversation, but you get exactly what I'm saying. You were talking about, you talking about you kind of sit down with dude. Okay. So, um, uh, Tell me about the anxiety stuff. 
because that's fascinating. I have, I have, I have two kids who are on anxiety meds. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not as taboo as it used to be, right? Like when I was a little kid, they tried to get, they tried to put me on Ritalin. My parents lost their minds. and like, we can't put you on Ritalin. Um, the process of understanding social anxiety disorder and how it affects you. What, what's that like for you? Because like, I'm sure part of you is like, yo, I've, I've been kind of successful at life. Like I was the best running back in the country with this shit going on. I was able to function. But then you're like rock bottom. How did you how did you come to accept that's what you have? How did you come to understand what's the right medication? Because not every medication works for you. Take me through the anxiety piece. Yeah, so there's two things. I'm glad you asked the last question uh, because that was a real thing. So uh, I didn't. So Denver tried to pair me with a um, psychiatrist, and I, yeah. I resisted her. Right, and I thought it was like. You know, you, you come up, you don't think like I can sit down and talk with somebody and they can help me to figure something out. You think that you need a thing. You think like there has to be some tangible thing that that exchanges and takes place to help you become better. So uh, I pushed her away. So then when I went to prison or when I went to jail, the judge ordered a mental health uh, evaluation before we could even start the trial. And he did it because he said, like, yo, I've seen like you as a regular person, like you're not in your right state of mind uh, to be riding around with guns and doing crazy shit. So I go through my assessment. And the first thing they gave me uh, was so fucking strong and like basically like kind of like um, I like it was like mild, like not not mild, like yeah, my, my, like mildly sedated. And I was on yeah. the, um, the toilet one day and I passed out on the toilet like I was using the bathroom. I'm in prison and there was a nurse that she probably. Uh, literally probably saved my life. I was on the toilet and I was like woozy and she was like, nah, man, look, I, I know what they gave you. That's not it. Let me bring another psychiatrist in here and let this next person talk to you, right? So I talked to the next psychiatrist and basically the nurse who was inside of jail, she basically encouraged the doctor to give me something else uh, and basically to, um, basically like to help me out in inside of like, inside of prison, inside of what I was going through. But what I think it helped with me, uh, the biggest difference was I was able to slow down my thinking, right? Where, you know, like you get like four or five things that you need to do. And I'm talking about prior to prison, like, okay, you have to put your career back together. That's not the easiest fucking thing to do. Like for, as a 37 year old adult, if everything fell down now, like I probably have the skill set now, but it still wouldn't be an easy thing to do. And so like just feeling the feeling of being overwhelmed or, you don't know where to start and you're getting frustrated and, you know, weed and drinking becomes like the way that you sedate yourself and it feels better, but you actually don't unravel anything and you wake up and you probably have more anxiety than the day before. And so that was like, you know, that was like that whole period, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, once I was in prison, I was still for seven months. The first seven months I was on 23 hour lockdown and being still and being medicated. And I tell you like this, man, never, never underestimate this. And I go through it every day. I'm actually, in my office right now, um, but learning how to journal and write down my thoughts, stuff that was in my head and learn how to organize it. Like anybody who sees me, I always have a book bag and I always have notepads. And so if you're around me, I have like a thousand fucking notes and they, they make, they don't make sense to anybody else but me. Right. So I'll have three right. or four or five notebooks and I'll have composition notebooks and yellow pads. And if I see a sticky pad at a fucking hotel, I'll grab that and I'll grab the PM. Uh, but that helps me as, as crazy as it sounds, it helps me to take it out of my brain, put it on the pad and look at it. And I can just like, OK, like this isn't serious or I can I can throw it away. I, let me give this to Doug. Let me give this to James. Let me give this to Ashley. Let me give this to Mary. Let me give this to whoever this is supposed to be. This isn't supposed to be on me. 
and that helps me to delegate my anxiety. You know, so even when you talk about you're not organized, right? Like in my world, I may not be the best organized person, but I can organize people around me to help me stay organized, if that makes sense. And so they kind of help to keep me, you know, moving, moving the way I'm supposed to move uh, efficiently, professionally. And and, in the surround surround yourself with people who do what you don't do or can't do and allow them to do that for you. Right. Right. That's the that's you know, it's a it's a it's a it's 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 um. I mean, it's it, it's a little bit of admitting, like, hey, I mean, I'm not perfect. There's some, just some shit I can't fucking do, right? That's a okay. So, so when did you when did you get out? I got out in 2010. Okay, so you've been behind bars for four four years, years. three years, eleven months. Yeah. Um, do you when when you're in when you're in, and obviously it was different then than it is now. Do you know what's going on in the rest of the world, or is there like a there's like a gap in terms of your memory of whether just life and the states and and sports and everything else, you know, no, or so, do you have like a gap in your in, in your memory in terms of what else is going on? No, so I knew everything that was going on uh, because I read a lot. So I would get the New York Times, I would get the Wall Street Journal, and our day and papers come a day late. So that's the, that's the bad thing. And it's not a bad thing because you still think it's that day. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you read them in order. It's not like you see TV and you see something else. But uh, I became like a nerd, man. Uh, and so just imagine for four years, I'm locked down for 20 hours out the day. So you're, you're inside of your housing unit and you're locked down for 20 hours out the day. You don't go outside from October to March. You know what I'm saying? So uh, in this period, um, I was like, man, uh, after reading As a Man Think of a Thousand Times, uh, they had this thing called bargain books and uh, people would basically send me 20, 30 bucks. And I say, fuck, like I might as well just figure out something I can do. Like, let me learn how to read. Right. So I took the same approach towards reading as I did with football. Right. If you want to become good, like I used to watch fucking endless amounts of film on Walter Payton. I would watch Christian Okoye. I would watch Thurman Thomas. I would watch Barry Foster. I would watch Kevin Mack. I would watch videos. Right. And so I said, okay, let me just fucking start reading books and just learning about people, right? So the first thing I started doing was just start reading, like, I think the first thing was like self-help books. Those are the, like, the, the natural attraction, like, just to like pick myself up and get my mind in the right place. And then I started reading like autobiographies. And I think the biggest part of that was that uh, I just kept on telling myself, like, no matter like how fucked up it felt, I just said, man, I can still accomplish something great in my life, right? And so I read from great people or great stories because I always like to like steal the mentality of the people who do like big shit. And I think like uh, if you're going to think and you have to think, like why not just steal the person's mentality who like you admire most or who's done something like super significant and figure out like that's how you should approach something. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Give me a couple, like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go through kind of the Maurice Florette process of reading autobiographies in terms of because because everyone has their own their own. You said accomplishing or doing something great. Again, that's very subjective. What would you say? Like, pick this one up. This is a good one to start with. Uh, the, the first one kind of led me to everything else. Uh, Andrew Carnegie. And so Andrew Carnegie had a series of books that I read. Uh, so I read uh, as a conversation to him and Napoleon Hill. That led me into Think and Grow Rich. Uh, then I got on to Warren Buffett and Benjamin Graham. Uh, Benjamin Graham was his teacher at Columbia. Uh, the, the Warren Buffett way, uh, Snowball. Um, uh, there was a series of books from Andrew, Andrew Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, uh, Warren Buffett and all books kind of written around those guys. And I, I, I wasn't interested in Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates was a, like a, a mammoth at that time, but I, I knew nothing about tech. But Warren was just basically a basic investor. And I said, OK, well, you don't have to be smart to be or well, you have to be smart and patient and disciplined to be an investor. But you don't have to know tech. And I didn't know anything about tech. And I'm still not interested in tech, like even though it runs our world, which is fucking stupid. Right. Uh, but um, legitimately, that's basically who I started reading from. And that kind of like set my mind frame in regards to picking books. Like that's what I picked from Dwayne Dyer. That's when I went to uh, Power Versus Force by David Hawkins, Transcending Levels of Consciousness, Truth Versus Falsehood, um, um, Spirituality Versus Non-Spirituality. And I just started reading from like big principles, like read from big principles of how to think, read from big principles with how investing work, read from big principles with just basically how the Titans uh, live their life. Like, my son's name is Titan on purpose, right? Uh, like I'm interested, like they got a good documentary, The Man Who Built America. Uh, you know, you, you read from the Rockefellers. And so it's not like you can recreate those industrial times, but you can see just like, you, you like, like who, who do you think you are, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, to think that 
you can do what you do, right? And I'm pretty sure those guys uh, back in the fucking early 1900s were as polarizing as, as Bezos is now. Like, where his, his accomplishments seem significant. But the fact of the matter is the rest of the world will sit on these guys' thinking. You know what I'm saying? There will be yeah. people who mimic Tesla. There will be people who... Like we, we sit, we still sit on the railroad system that the fucking Rockefellers put in place. We still sit on the fucking steel industry that got revolutionized that made fucking that end up. J.P. Morgan was his fucking accountant. J.P. Morgan chases a fucking mammoth right now. Um, right. And, and so you just you know those are those are things I read from. So I don't care if you're in a college dormitory or in a prison. When you just start to think as far as you can think, like it doesn't matter where you're at. You're just your mind somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I just did that day in and day out. And I got into a habit of journaling, excuse me, and writing fucking notes down every day and journaling and writing goals down. I remember this was 2008. What year is the Olympics with Usain Bolt? 2008, somewhere around there. Yeah. Eight, seven, eight, nine, right? And I remember it was, uh, it was a picture where he had broke the record, like fucking nine, five and a hundred or something. But that's when I started, like, I took that picture out and put that up on the wall and put little different affirmations that I would read. And no matter how, like, no matter how many times I walked out of my cell and looked at where I was at, I never felt that way. Like, once I started reading, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you really want to say, like, what changed my life, reading changed my life, right? And so um, there still comes a point to where you read all this stuff, you still have to act on it when you get out. But at, after 2010, um, like, I was just like in like a cerebral state where I was like, man, fuck it, I can just go live life. And uh, like, I'll figure it out, but there's still a starting point to um, where you ultimately want to get to. And that's basically, you know, uh, 2010 came, they let me out. Um, I was fortunate enough to go out to uh, Omaha, Nebraska. The guy who had drafted me in Denver, he had basically got cut in Denver. His name was uh, Ted Sunquist. And uh, he was like, hey, we got this new startup league coming to Omaha, Nebraska, and basically come out here and play ball. And so I went out to Omaha, Nebraska, I started to play ball. Uh, really was the coolest and greatest thing to happen to me uh, post-prison because, you know, Omaha, Omaha, a lot like Oklahoma. So uh, I've been to Tulsa a bunch of times. And so, you know, just I, imagine- I, I like I like Omaha. I was just telling a friend, like, Omaha oh, is one of the best cities you're never going to visit. No, no, like, nobody goes like, hey, I'm going I'm to go to Omaha. Like, nobody, but it's actually a really cool city. So Omaha is the most American city ever that I've ever been to, right? Um, and I, but, but what I think happens, I think Warren Buffett kind of keeps everybody in check. Right. And I, and I lived there for two and a half years. So like, you can't think you're that sweet when fucking Warren Buffett's in town, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't, you can't think you're that sweet when this yeah. is just, just, to, you know you know what I'm saying? And, and then like, he's normal blow, Joe blow. Like I had a chance to sit down with him uh, for five hours, one-on-one and, like um, he's a well-read individual. So it was like easy to keep a conversation. I had read so much from him. And like, I, I think he sets the tone for the city, bro. Like I, I just personally believe it. Like he, he he sets the tone for the city. And I think everybody falls in line from that. You know, think about this. He has a lot of fucking industry. At this time, he was donating about $5 million to parks and surfaces every year. So you always have like beautiful parks and beautiful surfaces and uh, you have like all of these, um, you, you don't have like a shitty side of town. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's a great city that um, a lot of people just don't know about. Great fucking food. I used to go to all the minor league baseball games up there. I used to go to fucking uh, the the uh, the dime hot dogs on fucking Tuesdays at the local restaurant. Like, I, I don't know. I love, I fucking love. Could you, could you when, when you're, when you're playing football, mm-hmm. could you flip this, could you flip the switch and go back to gangster mode or was it different? 
No, I, I, once I got hit after uh, I got out of prison, I just didn't want to do it anymore. But I didn't have an occupation or money, so I just stuck it out for two years just because I knew how to do it. But I was over football at that point. And, uh, like, once I was able to think and I said, fuck, like, what am I doing this for? Like, I was just done with it. You know what I'm saying? But, but I, under, I understood that they wanted to bring the league notoriety. I understood me coming out of prison was a way for them to advertise the league. Uh, they had Jeff Garcia, Amon Green, Dante Culpepper. They were just like they, – they were trying to drum up information about the league. Uh, but, yeah. you know, they essentially paid me two years just to market the league. I said, I mean, if you, if you really want to – call it what it is and um you know but 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 i had a great time in omaha met some good friends still friends with them to this day and um i'll be back in october but um you know just it was it was a cool place to transition to um okay so now one of the big parts of who you are and what you do is getting people out getting people up every morning to exercise to work out to move, move their body to open up their mind when did that start um, just, and, and really it's, it's become a thing is how I live my lifestyle. Like, you know, social media became what it is. Um, there's this fucking platform where you have a reality show in your pocket all day, <laughs> you know, if that's what you choose to do. Uh, but it's also a way of like, you know, just me tracking myself or tracking my life and, and holding myself accountable to do the disciplines that I know keep me successful and on track. And so um, I, I used to get up in prison at six o'clock every morning, but I'll be up and working out every morning. Then when I came back to Ohio, uh, it was natural for me to get up at like 435 in the morning from being in prison all those years. And uh, like, uh, I don't think people, I, I don't think people have ever given themselves uh, the opportunity or they, they just understand the benefits of wellness. And so I get up every day. I, I drink my coffee in the same spot every day. I have notebooks around me every day. I write my goals down. Wait, 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 wait. We just had, just had Dan Campbell say he gets a black eye, two black eyes every morning, which is a uh, venti, tw- 20 ounce of Starbucks or whatever, <laughs> and two shots of espresso. Two of those. That's a lot. Okay. I, yeah. I, I drink my, I drink my Phil's cold brew. Okay. With cream and sugar ice yeah. every, every day. I've, I've changed drinks. What's your coffee drink? Choice? When you get up, and you uh, get so, that coffee. So, so, I get, so I get four blonde shots. So I do four blonde shots from um, uh, Starbucks. But the, the morning is the cure, but my go-to drink over, is over ice, over ice or hot. Oh, hot, just hot, straight, just the hot, straight black. Boom, just go ahead and and, and sit and, and sit with my with my notepad and sit with my goals and, and write it down and, and, and I meditate too. So I'm I'm real big on uh, trying you to meditate after you have coffee. How do you meditate yeah, after you have coffee? So no, so it's all the same. So. You're like, I try this, right? So what I do is that, uh, like, so just think about just like, even as we're talking right now, you have somewhere that you either want your career to go, something you want to accomplish. And, you know, when, when new ideas come to your mind, you you question them, you know what I'm saying? Or you think about them, or you double think about them, or you think like, is this possible? And I've learned that if you can just become comfortable with a thought and only be positive about the thought and just ask yourself, why are you even questioning it? it becomes easier to unravel what you need to do to make that happen. And it becomes, uh, it allows you to become like, this is who I need to become to make this happen. And so that's like my routine. So I'll get up and, and like, uh, so even if I turn this around, I have a whiteboard right in front of me. And so I get up and I purposely write the stuff down that I'm working on at that time down again. I'm drinking coffee and I picture this, I've, I've said this a thousand times, but I picture uh, like a man in my mind just brushing out my ears, any negative thought, right? So anything negative I feel, any bad emotion, 
anytime where my energy feels kind of like lethargic, I'm just brushing that out, right? And so then I'm trying to harness this feeling, like this, this natural feeling of like, okay, I have to do this, or I, me and you have to meet. I want this interaction to be great. I'm going to be the one to smile at him first. I'm going to be the one to like kind of establish what we're doing, like just so so we make this a great experience. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like every everything that I do, I want to give myself to that moment. But I think about everything like that, right? So then after that, I go to the gym. And once I go to the gym, I feel like whatever energy you put inside of that moment for that hour or 90 minutes, whatever you do, that's the energy that you have or the effort that you have that you give towards the day. So the majority of the time people see me talking, they've seen me drink coffee, they see me meditate, they see me kind of get going. And so now when I'm working out, whether I'm on a treadmill doing sprints, whether I'm lifting weights, whether I'm jogging through the neighborhood, whether I'm training with a little young kid in my neighborhood, it's literally all of that stuff every day, just going through that process. It's kind of like you're, you're, you're priming yourself up every day to get going. And so I'm thinking about like, if I have to go through a deal, if it's a little tough, like I've conditioned myself and prepared myself to do it. Right. So then next thing, you know, I get in front of the camera and, you know, I, I even hear like people, you know, like the victim mentality, like, um, the fucking sky's falling. I tell him, like, get your motherfucking ass up. You know what I'm saying? Because it really starts at a starting point is getting your ass up and getting in the fucking gym or getting in front of a fucking piece of paper and understanding that where you ultimately want to go may take some time, but there's still things that you can do on a daily basis to help you graduate and get to that space. And, you know, it's just, it's just a sense of encouragement, but then also to myself, it's just me talking to myself because you know, I don't feel enthused and encouraged and inspirational every day. You know what I'm saying? But whether I like it or not, I still get my ass up. I still keep fucking going. Um, and, and along the way, you see things that, you, that you've written on a whiteboard that you've accomplished. Um, and it starts to make sense. And so, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like where I'm at with life. Um, you gonna let, is Titan going to play football? Um. Uh, whatever he whatever he feels like doing, you know, we, we, right right now he's one years old. He's a he's a fucking tank. He's strong. He climbs on everything. He falls off of everything. He like so. First of all, he's gonna be rough. I'll tell. I can. I, this is what is this? This is uh July. No, this is August. Whatever it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now, he, he's rough, right? And so like we'll go outside and I'll put him on the swing set in the back. You know, he got the monkey bars. You call across. You know, he'll hold himself up there and have a, have a grip. And I was like, fuck, this dude is one years old. He has a grip like this and he's strong. So I think that he'll be attracted or he'll be, he'll want to do something physical. You know what I'm saying? Just because he just, he's a fucking barrel. Uh, but like, I, the, the irony you talking about this, so I was running sprints this morning on the track. And what I want to teach him is that whatever you do, just pursue it because you want to be excellent in it. Don't pursue it because you have to buy mommy and daddy a house or you have to get us out the neighborhood or, you know, it's you against the world. And we, sometimes we create these narratives in our head uh, and that becomes the the purpose of your life. You know what I'm saying? But like pursue, if it, like if you want to go do fucking whatever you want to do, bro, just pursue the highest level of it just because that's the way it's supposed to be done. And if he's going to play sports, all right, we're not playing for money. We're not playing for any of that. Like that, that will come if you're good enough. Right. But what we're going to play is because motherfucker, you're supposed to be playing to be the best at the craft or be the best at what you're doing. And you might not be there day one or day two, but that's what I'm promoting. So like, I got a daughter, she's, um, well, she's 15 in the 11th grade and we've never, I've never promoted sports to her, but I tell her when you go play basketball, like, and I, and I think one of the coolest things of this is that, 
in the classroom, she dominates, but on the basketball court, she gets her ass kicked, right? And I love it as a parent because it brings balance, right? It, it lets you know that you're not good in every fucking thing you do. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, she's 15, so she she skipped two grades, right? So she's a smart kid. Uh, she, you know, she'll graduate at six, 15 and a half, 16 or something like that. But I kind of like things that bring balance, you know what I'm saying? Because if right. you're dominating in sports and you dominate like, but you know, a 15 year old girl get her ass kicked by 18 year old girl, you know what I'm saying? Just physically, just emotionally, just, just, you know, you've been doing something longer. So, um, we, we've been preaching a lot of the good messaging, the same messaging to our kids. Um, you know, I've been with the same woman for 16 and a half years now. Uh, so our family's intact. Um, but, but all in all, man, you know, I, I don't know. I have, I have a, I have a great life. I'll say that. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Um. Okay, you talk about your goals mm-hmm. and and things you write down. Mm-hmm. In the next so in the last ten years, you get you got out of jail, you got your shit together, okay? You become a guy who people point to, bring to, talk to young people, you've gotten into investing, got into medical stuff as well. Okay. What's the next ten years? It's like if we sit down, we do this in ten years, what's the next ten years gonna have gonna signify? Uh, I would say growing what I do. So in, in particular, so um, 
I, I have a drug and alcohol rehab facility that we uh, uh, we we probably service about six hundred kids in Youngstown City Schools in my hometown, and we probably service about sixty or seventy adults. And we house them who basically come from prisons, jails, uh, court systems, or just have some sort of transitional issues, right? I would like to grow that uh, organically. I don't want to reach and market anywhere. I just want to grow that organically because I think that that is like the core of who I am and it's probably some of the most rewarding work in which we do. Uh, I also have a partner. I have um, three other partners uh, that we do uh, foot and ankle centers, podiatry centers. So we have, we own about 22 practices right now and I would love to continue to grow that the way that we do uh, we also own uh, some vascular surgery centers? Uh, a handful of them here, or not a handful, uh, three of them here in Ohio right now. And our goal is to continue to grow uh, podiatric services. Our goal is to continue to grow uh, vascular surgery centers across the state or in other states. I tell you, like this, we're thinking about going to Oklahoma next uh, part and uh, connecting with some of the, the Indian tribes, but that's a whole different story. And uh, I do affordable housing. So I have um, um, uh, some, a decent amount of uh, real estate that we provide affordable housing for people in inner cities. And that's part of like my social mission. So uh, I would just like to continue to just be a social entrepreneur, you know, in regards to podiatry and vascular services. I think our doctors that we have on staff do a great job and we help to save limbs uh, with our vascular surgery center. You know, a lot of people who have diabetes or who have lost circulation and have black toes or poor circulation to their feet. I think that we've uh, created a way that's uh, better than hospitals for people to get services administered to them. Um, we have houses that are 15 and 20 years old that we uh, are able to subsidize and provide uh, great housing for people in inner cities who may have shitty or who would normally have shitty housing or who would live in apartments in, in some other capacity. And so for me, you know, to to grow in that space and to do things that make sense socially, uh, I do believe in uh, uh, entrepreneurship and, and making money and being a capitalist. And so when you can kind of create situations where you can make a great circumstance for everybody, where you can provide a great service and help people and make money um, and, and do right and sleep well at night, uh, that's that's all I want to do. You know, I don't I don't have like a, a figure or a dollar amount that I want to make. You know, I, I want to do meaningful work. You know, so like I'll tell you this, right? When I get off this phone call, um, I'm going to feel like this was time well spent. Like just having a good conversation with somebody, like it meant something. Like part of my life with this video will live forever. I don't care if one person watches or a thousand people watch it. Like I just want to spend my time with feel like, yo, I had a good conversation with somebody. Or you know, I, I don't want to waste time. You know what I'm saying? I, th I think if anything, like if I go over the past decade to know that you've you've spent your time doing meaningful shit, you spent your time doing things you enjoy, you spent your time. Like um, you spent your time investing to your kids to be like decent fucking human beings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the people who you do business with, like y'all are just like good people. Like, or even uh, the people around you, your staff members and people who are connected to you. I'm pretty sure everybody feels like that where you want to have like, like you want to say like, for, like, and I, I look at like, like you play video games. Everybody played video games before, right? And oh, yeah. everybody's life has like, you know how like when you play like Mortal Kombat and your life keep on going down and down and down yeah. like, once you get hit. I look at life like that, bro. And like, we only got so much life energy, you know what I'm saying? And like, I don't, I don't look at age, but you just like, you know, your body, your mind, your brain, you only have so much life energy. Like, who are you going to spin it around? You know what I'm saying? Is it going to be meaningful? Like, are you going to hold on to like stupid ass grudges? Are you going to fucking spew hate towards people? Are you going to be confrontational? Are you going to 
not for fucking staying for doing what's right. And so like my, my mind be in those spaces now. Here's my, here's my big, big question. Okay. Cause mention anxiety. You've been through a lot of shit. Okay. Some of you brought yourself, some of it's life. Okay. Some of it's, you didn't have anybody saying like, no dude. Right. There's all kinds of different, but I do get in your voice. Like a lot, a lot of people, when they get to that place, they lose hope. And it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like, and you did go through depression and depression is, you know, you are, are losing hope. If somebody is listening to this pod, okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody's listening to this pod and they say, man, how, how does he stay so positive, man? Like, because again, like you can, and I know what you're, I, I something you said resonated really well with me, which is, you know, it's, it's basically like, Life is what you make of it. Every day and every situation is what you make of it, you know? But I, I guarantee there's somebody who's going to listen to this and be like, dude, he was Maurice Claret. He's the best freshman in the country. He could have been the best running. Like, you're talking about Ohio State has had all these great Heisman Trophy winning running backs and gone on to greatness. And they think, well, you, you kicked away the, a great career. But the truth is that if you actually listen to what you're saying, like, this part of life, might not have been possible if not for all no, the shit you did, no. right? Like you may have been in a worse place having more success in football. That, that's the reality of it. But um, if, 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 if somebody's in that negative space, okay, and what, what a reading, obviously, right? The Bible. Help me out of time. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ex- exercise. But how do you get somebody – I mean, lots of kids, they sit in that dark room and they're on their device and they're looking at other people on IG and they think everybody's got it better than me. I got it shitty. What's that, what's that first step in getting up out of bed, getting up off that couch and getting your ass into a more positive place? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my favorite thing, my favorite and things that I actually do. Not some bullshit fucking um, positive motivational saying. Get your, I'm going to give the reason behind it. Get up before you're supposed to get up. Right. And the biggest thing is that you're able to spend time with yourself. People don't spend time with themselves. Right. So if something is hurting you, something is bothering you or you feel hopeless, there's typically a reason because nobody gets dumped out of their mother's vagina and they just say, I'm fucking hopeless. Usually there's some conditions or something that happens to you that you have on haven't unraveled in here. Right. And I say meditate and go write and journal because. Those are your thoughts. And that's the stuff that you're dumping on paper. And as you can see something like you can start to categorize and say, okay, like, well, maybe, uh, maybe I like, here we go. I go to therapy as well too. So I don't, I I don't want to minimize that. Right. So just as when a person's physically weak and they don't know what to do, what they go do, they get a fucking trainer. Right. I go to therapy on a consistent basis right down here in Ohio state. And I own a fucking therapeutics. I own a behavioral health center. Right. And getting with somebody who can help you to organize or make sense of what's going through your mind. I felt hopeless. I felt restless. Couldn't go to fucking sleep. I denied medication because I was like, fuck it. I don't want no medication. Medication was the best fucking thing to happen to me. It gave me it gave me the assistance to chemically feel better, to get myself back in motion. My lady of 16 and a half years, she's a fucking diabetic. Her fucking pancreas doesn't work. You know what they give her? They give her fucking insulin. I'm pretty sure she wish she can wake up and say, oh, my fucking pancreas working. I don't need to fucking shoot myself every day. But sometimes <laughs> yeah. when you're in a shitty space or if you fucking sprain an ankle or you fucking ACL, what do you do? You go get some assistance. You go get some help because my fucking body part is uh, fucking fractured and I need some assistance. And so 
the fact that everybody in America fucking can have access to healthcare, I'm telling you, you can get on your fucking phone and talk to a therapist and sitting and breaking yourself down, breaking your mind down, breaking your thoughts down, breaking down what's going on in your life, right? That's from a mental standpoint. I don't care what a person believes in religiously, but I think you have to have some sort of spiritual, universal, religious sort of grounding to yourself, right? I'm not saying believe in a higher power. I'm not saying that the devil is up under the ground with a fucking pitchfork, right? But I think that every human being has to have some moral compass, some integrity, or some sort of foundation which they make decisions off of, right? And that's why I gravitated to David Hawkins. David Hawkins wasn't a um, Christian. He wasn't, and this is where I started at. He wasn't like a Christian, a Muslim. He was just talking about spirituality in general, right? Just spirituality, life. And power versus force, transcending levels of consciousness, you being more aware, you being more awake, right? So hopelessness is just a state of consciousness, right? When you feel hopeless, there's a certain mentality, certain moods, or certain feelings that's attracted to that. As you become aware and more awakened, and you become more loving and more grateful and thankful, your mind and how you feel towards the world just starts to change. These are just things I went through. I think every individual needs to do something physical. I don't give a fuck if he's jogging. I don't give a fuck if he's biking. I don't give a fuck whatever it is, lifting heavy weights, struggling. I think go play fucking basketball, go play hockey, go rollerblade. I think everybody should be exerting something to sweat, to just basically pick up your endorphins and you naturally feel better about yourself. I don't care who you are. I don't care what sort of condition that you're in. And at that space, I think you need to do something that's meaningful, right? I think people trick themselves into believing that every action they have to take has to bring money for something. I think like as great as money can be in America and, and, and rewind this shit because it's real, because this is how I got out of my own fucking way. Do shit you enjoy doing, like things that you really just enjoy doing, like what, what you enjoy doing, how you make money are two different things, right? You need to learn how to make money because you have to live in America. You have to have like fucking some sort of like financial stability, but you have to do shit you enjoy doing. You know what I like to do? I like to hit the heavy bag every fucking day. So you know what I do? I hit the heavy bag every fucking day. Every day. I like right? When I get off on this call, I have something else to do like that. But I schedule a gap. I'm going to go down here for 10 rounds. I'm going to hit the heavy bag. And I enjoy hitting the fucking heavy bag. And that is like the coolest shit in the world to me. And I just enjoy the effort it takes to hit the fucking heavy bag. I like to run in the morning. But for a person to say that they're hopeless... These are things that don't cost money. These are things that take personal effort. These are things that you can just start to put rigor and discipline in your life. And from that, just implementing that discipline, implementing fucking personal discipline, let me write my thoughts down, let me write my goals down, let me write my direction. Even if you don't have some elaborate goal, right? So you can take over 10 years. I didn't say, hey man, I wanna be here to, like, just think about this. Go, Go look 15 years ago. And ask yourself, do you ever see me fucking owning the medical practice? No. But you make yourself a little bit better, right? And what happens? Somebody sees you. Do you make yourself a little bit better? And then somebody sees you. Do you make yourself a little bit better? Then you get momentum. And then over the years, I, I tell you this too, this, this actually fucking helps. Quit doing everything for money and quit thinking that you have to be somewhere at some time. Like, I'm 30 something and I have to be doing this. I'm 30 something and I have to be living create, in this create house th- create creates anxiety and it it blocks it, it blocks enjoyment and kind of blocks the process of growth right where you you know don't make a definitive timeline just it's it's a it's a it's a progressive it completely resonates with me completely so, so but just think about this right so we want to build this massive company right 
So what if I woke up and we just had this massive company today? What would I do? I would still do the same shit. I would still go hit the heavy bag. I would still yep. get up in the morning to run. And, right. But I would have missed the whole journey. Like half of our jokes between me and our business partners, right? So just think about this. Half of our jokes is talking about the shit that we're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, could you believe this? Could you believe that? Could you believe this? Like, that's the fucking, that's the, the like, that's the joy. Like talking about, like, we, we have conversation of like how we even came together as a group and who was filling who out and who, we, we're, we're making jokes about personalities and shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's the, and that's this, the joy. If you don't, if you don't go to the wrong exit, right? If you don't go to the wrong exit, it's a different if we're, if we're we're doing this from we're doing this from prison that's, that's what we're doing we're doing this from prison if you don't go to the wrong age it's crazy do, do you do you feel i'm coming from that so day I just, so i'm so reflective in my life so i actually if you want to credit that thing charlie mungers old charlie's almanac warren buffett's partner he said you don't start living life until you can retrace your life and connect every moment he says you don't even understand it so I spend more time reflecting and trying to take all moments and how they got here, all moments and how I got this thinking, how I do that. If you, if you haven't read it, Old Charlie's Almanac is a beautiful fucking book with a bunch of wisdom. And if you like, even on Instagram, I don't know who runs his account because I know he doesn't want, he doesn't run it. But somebody takes his quotes, Charlie Munger's quotes, and just a bunch of life wisdom, right? And it's really the wisdom that him and Warren Buffett kind of invest in how they become Berkshire fucking Hathaway, right? But it's just like like beautiful thinking, modern day philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. just, just beautiful fucking thinking, bro. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's not, like that's to me, that's life. You know what I mean? Um, that's, how, that's how you get out the fucking funk. And, and like, do think like... Do something you enjoy. I'm going to tell you this as an adult. You know what I like fucking doing too? I will go on a three-hour walk. Just go walk. Nothing else. I don't need no music. I don't need nothing. I don't need anything else. I'll put on my fucking sneakers. I put on some shorts. I throw on a t-shirt. And I'll just go walk. And literally, I will appreciate just the architecture of the neighborhood. I say, okay, these cool. These people, they like these type of windows. Like, okay, they could have did better with their paint and because their shingles don't match the paint. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't match the trim. Right? I'm, I, j just this simple. I call fucking True Green out. I said my, my lawn isn't looking the way I want to just because I just appreciate a fucking green lawn. But I don't you know, like you could I couldn't have been in the fucking courtroom talking about a green lawn, bro. You know what I'm saying? But that's the, the beauty of it all. You grow and you experience and you and you just start to get different activities. And I don't give a fuck where you're at, bro. Like no matter how depressed somebody is, man, you can fucking make it through any situation. And, and I'll tell you this, they don't want to believe me, but learn to get your ass in the bed early. You know, you don't fucking need to be up at night. I'm fucking in the bed at 9, 930. You know what I mean? And um, helps me out. Last thing. Um, Danny, got a hold of you, brought you in. I have hundreds of coaches listening to this pod. Somebody wants mm -hmm. to bring you in, wants to connect with you. Direct message the best way? What, what's the best way to yeah, get you? And listen to me. That's how they get in touch with me. It's simple. Like, you can get it. I feel like this, I'm professional um, and, and I'll come to your event. I, I'll tell you like this. I'll come to your event. I'll come to your university. I'll be professional, but there's no big, um, I don't have like a huge staff. Where you no, there's no layer. There's no layer. <laughs> you don't have to call the guy. You got to call the guy. Let me see if I can get him. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. I, and I'll tell you this just from speaking from experience. I, I don't check Twitter all the time. 
Uh, so if a person hits me up and and I, it takes me like a few to get back, but uh, I'll tell you like this. My personal email is mclaret13 at gmail.com. That comes directly to my phone. I probably check emails and text messages more than I check uh, Instagram direct message or Twitter direct message. I, I'll like at the end of the night or if I'm, doing, if I'm not doing something, I'll, I'll tune into that stuff. But those are probably the easiest ways, just either through Twitter, Instagram, or mclaret13 at gmail.com. I cannot tell you how thankful I am that we connected. I'd love Likewise. to do this in person. Love to do this in person. I'm actually, it's funny you mentioned ACL. I'm going to get my ACL cut on tomorrow. I've never been hurt no, before. No, you remember you told me. No, no. So yeah. you, you, you was walking into the practice last time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, I said, so, oh, man, dedicated. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, so uh, but I will, when, when I get right, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get out to Columbus and get my ass up. I'm going to work out with you. Uh, we'll have heavy bag. Huh? California. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's good, there's some bad, as, as, as you know. As everybody knows, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate your time so much, and I hope you have a great day. Got Thank you. you so much for doing it. All right, you too. All right. Wow, that was a lot, right? Uh, in, in, in talking to Mo, I just feel like I'm the, the worst read person on earth. I'm like going to pick up like five books right now and going to plow through them. Okay, maybe not. I'll do books on tape, but uh, I cannot thank him enough for his words of inspiration and for all of his thoughts. And I think if you listen to all three parts, boy, you're sitting there going like that guy, that's an incredible story. And he's only 37, right? He's got like 50, 60 more years to live on this planet. What do we do next? It's pretty amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Maurice Claret for sharing the story. Remember, you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb show daily, three to six Eastern, 12 to three Pacific your iHeartRadio app, FoxSportsRadio.com, your Fox Sports Radio affiliate, or SiriusXM217 or 203. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.